You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Your number one news and talk station. As mentioned, today was day one of the Michael Gombe case in court, a matter that's been brought by NGO Section 27, three years after the death of Michael Gombe. And in a moment, we'll speak to Nomad Ndebele of uh, Section 27. She's the communications officer. But just to remind you why we got to this point, there was uh, quite a, I think, quite a callous MEC who was asked about, you know, how does this thing happen in, in a democratic South Africa? How does this happen and continue to happen? And this is what she had to say. Yeah, Remember, I'm not the MEC of toilets, by the way, in Kapile. You're missing the point, Gail. You're missing the point. The toilets have been done. That is the point of departure. You expect me to work in those toilets? I'm an overseer of a big portfolio. And you expect me to go and deal with this isolated incident. If it happens that something happens, so be it. I'm not God. I can't choose how things are going to be happening, unfortunately. If I was God, I could have made sure that that child doesn't die. But unfortunately, it's God's will. So that was a conversation checkpoint, which is on ENCA, uh, had with the MEC. It was anchored by Ngepile Mabuse. That's why you would have heard the MEC at the beginning saying Ngepile. She was referring to Ngepile Mabuse, who did the interview. And of course, this interview did the rounds at the time. It was in April of 2019. It's come up again as this matter has gone to the cause. And I think rightly so to remind us uh, the kind of leadership that led to the death of uh, Michael uh, Gomape. And now we're joined by Nomata Ndebele, comms officer for Section 27. Nomata, good afternoon. Welcome to Afternoon Drive. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for joining us. So in day one of the case uh, being heard in, um, in the courts today, what evidence was presented to the court? Um, so uh, we called our first witness, who was Rosina Komare, and she presented the evidence of the circumstances of her finding out that Michael had died and what happened when she tried to go and find her child. Because the story starts where she was called by the school to say that Michael was missing, and so she went to the school to try and find Michael, but the teachers had said that they had searched everywhere for Michael, and um, they were not willing to let her go towards the toilet. Every single time she said, did you check in the toilet? They would say, yes, yes, we did. You don't need to go there. But eventually she did find that Michael had actually drowned in a pit toilet at the school. Mm. And just to go back to this particular matter, so it was his death occurred in January of 2014. um, And uh, Section 27 took the Minister of Basic Education, the principal of the school, the SGB and the MEC to court for his death. Yes. And the circumstances surrounding his death, uh, if you could just take us back and remind us what actually happened there. Right. So what happened was that um, Michael was um, six years old and he was in grade R at Mashodumela Primary School. Um, he went to use the bathroom um, with a few of his friends. And as he went to the bathroom, the dilapidated pit toilet collapsed under his weight and Michael then fell into the pit toilet. Uh, then after that, his mother was called to the school saying that, you know, no one had seen Michael for a very long time and wanted to know if she had seen him. And Ramorosina had said that there was no way that he had come home because if he had come home first, he would have changed out of his school uniform to go and do whatever else. 
And so they started searching for little Michael. Um, and as Marusina test- testified today, they eventually found answers when they went to Michael's old nursery school where another child revealed that he knew where Michael was. And that child then escorted uh, Mama Rosina to the toilet and pointed out which toilet Michael Kumabe had drowned in. And sure enough, when Michael Kumabe looked into the toilet, she saw her son's hand just protruding out of the gaping hole. In terms of the response, particularly from the MEC at the time, uh, the family, the Komape family, was given the runaround, not much uh, support, but also the state seemingly unwilling to take any kind of responsibility for the circumstances and the terrible infrastructure that led to Michael's death. Um, that is true, and that is why we're also seeking as relief in this matter a declaratory order, and a declaratory order will um, allow the court to make sure that they are able to define and put out strict regulations about what the department's responsibility and accountability should be towards children in school and providing them access to clear sanitation, safe and sound sanitation. So on the matter of sanitation, does this not go back to the issue of the basic norms and standards, which we now know what they are, but we just can't seem to get the implementation right. In fact, our implementation is quite shocking. Definitely. It does go back to that. And um, as you know, pit toilets have been banned in this country since 2009. So we see that Michael died after this ban. So there shouldn't have been pit toilets anyway. But here we are in 2017. And this is not the only case. There are many, many learners in Limpopo who are still using pit toilets, even though we have said as a country that we do not want there to be any existent pit toilets in the country. Mm-hmm. And the responsibility, because this was the other matter of who would then was the ultimate um, ministry or office that was responsible. Who is responsible for ensuring that we've done away with them? The MEC in that with Ngebile Mabuso saying her job is oversight. She doesn't deal with individual cases. Is that simply true? Well, you know, we can never know for sure because the department obviously has their own ways of um, deciding who's in charge of what. But this is why the declaratory order that we're seeking is so important because it's going to clarify very clearly for everyone whose responsibility is what, how far authority goes and what it is that they should be doing in terms of providing safe access to sanitation in schools. And how long is uh, the matter going to be in the Bologwane High Court for? The matter has been set down for three weeks, so we're looking at the 1st of December, from Monday today until the 1st of December. Thank you very much. That's Nomata Ndebel on the line to us from Bulukwane. She's a communications officer from Section 24. Nomata, thank you for your time.